You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Moses' mother showed strength, courage, and trust in God in the midst of challenging times. Let us celebrate mothers today in our series, Beauty and Strength. Hi, Victory Antipolo. Welcome to our worship service online. This is Pastor Irvin. I'm one of the pastors in Victory Antipolo. Thank you for worshiping with us. I hope you're all safe and healthy. Today is special because it's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all our mothers, to all the mothers out there. Mothers, thank you for the things that you're doing for your family, especially during this ECQ. Diba kung tayo mga tatay, yung mga anak, eh, kain lamang ng tayo yung mga nanay ay mas naging busy po ngayong ECQ sapagkat kailangan nilang magluto na magluto ng mga masasarap na pagkain para sa atin. I was telling my wife how thankful I am for her life kasi kung wala po siya sa buhay namin ay sigurado puro mega sardines ang aming kinakain araw-araw ngayong ECQ. But kidding aside, we want to apologize in a way to our mothers because oftentimes we only associate their value with these things. No? But really, they mean a lot to us. There's this Spanish proverb that says, an ounce of mother is worth a ton of priests. Totoo po yan. Napakandami po ng ginagawa o influensya ng nanay sa ating buhay. Diba? They pray for us. Siguro may tatay na hindi nananalangin sa anak pero wala pong nanay na hindi nananalangin sa kanilang mga anak. They guide us. Dahil nga po, mas madalas, lalo na ko yung nanay hindi nagtatrabaho, sila yung mas kasama ng mga anak, no? generally speaking, eh, sila po yung talagang unang naging teacher natin. Diba? Sila yung unang-unang most likely nagsabi sa atin, nagtulo sa atin ng tama at uh, ito ang mali. So they guide us. And not only that, you know, they serve us in many ways. Diba? They prepare our bowel, they send us to school, they attend the parent and teachers association meeting. <laughs> sila rin ang nag-aalaga sa atin, they care for us kapag tayo po ay may sakit. So, I want to appreciate just all the mothers right now. And also, I, wanna, I want to honor my very old mother. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. By the way, mayaman pala kami, no? Happy Mother's Day, Mama. <laughs> and also, of course, I want to honor as well the mudra, the mother of my children, si Donna. Happy Mother's Day to you. You know how much we love you and we care for you and we appreciate you. Salamat sa ginagawa mo sa amin. Yung mo si Donna, kami nakakalimot minsan na alagaan siya kapag meron siyang sakit. Yan, alam, may sakit na pala siya. Pero siya, hindi niya na kami nakakalimutang alagaan kapag kami ay may sakit. So, happy Mother's Day to you, John. Now, we're supposed to continue with our series. We're supposed to be uh, doing the third week of that series perspective. Pero dahil po Mother's Day ngayon, eh, nag-decide po tayo na magkaroon ng series break muna. Next week, we're going to continue our series on perspective sa Psalm 23 next week. But today, we want to talk about something uh, sa mga nanay, no, sa mga mothers. And we're calling it beauty and strength. So meron po kagandahan sa strength, sa kalakasan ng isang babae. Lalo na kapag yung strength na yun ay nanggagaling sa Diyos o uh, a character trait na galing sa Panginoon. Yan po ay kagandahan sa mata 
languages. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be looking at a particular mother in the Bible na kung saan ay matututukusan na tayo, lalo na sa mga panahon na to na tayo nasa crisis. Now, before we do that, I want you all to uh, notice the people on the screen. And ano po kaya yung sa tingin ninyo na common sa kanila? Aside that they're of course all famous and great people. But aside uh, from that, what do you think is common among them? You know what's common among them aside that they're famous and, and great people? They all have great mothers. Yes. For example, si Thomas Edison. Diba? Si Thomas Edison is the uh, inventor of light bulb. At alam niyo po ba na when he was young, he was a slow learner. So, walang skwelahan na gustong tumanggap sa kanya ng mga panahon na yun. So, what the what his mother did, he she homeschooled Thomas Edison. At uh, naging magaling na estudyante si Thomas Edison and eventually even became an inventor. Kaya kung wala po yung nanay ni Thomas Edison, eh, most likely wala po tayong light bulb sa ating mga tahanan. Yan. Of course, Bill Gates, alam naman natin, di ba si Bill Gates is the founder of uh, Microsoft the richest man on the planet right now is also a philanthropist. He's actually helping uh, discover a vaccine for COVID-19. But you know what? His mom was instrumental in his success because when he was just starting in the IT business, his mom used her connection to connect Bill Gates to IBM because he worked as a consultant. And also, yung kanyang pagiging philanthropist galing yun sa nanay na influensya ng nanay na yun dahil yung nanay niya would do things like this. So see the influence that a mother can bring sa kanyang mga anak. Napakalaki po. Also, Manny Pacquiao, di ba? Alam naman natin, di ba? Si Manny Pacquiao ay world champion when it comes to boxing. Di ba? He's a world champion in eight divisions in boxing. Siya lang pong nakagawa na napaka-popular. Daming alam gawin sa buhay, di ba? He's a senator also. He's an artist. He's a recording artist. He's a businessman, a basketball player, a pastor. <laughs> I mean, name it, di ba? A preacher. Grabe po si Manny Pacquiao. But behind the, man, the success of this man is Mami Junisha. Si Mami D. Tinatatawa na natin si Mami D. No? Pero sa totoo lamang, eh, hero si Mami D. Uh, wala po tayong Manny Pacquiao kung wala si Mami D. Kasi there was a time that uh, father of Manny Pacquiao abandoned them. No? Silang mga magkakapatid. But si Mami D did not abandon her children but stayed. No? Pinalaki po sila. So I think napakalaking bagay po ngayon na nagawa ang Mami D sa buhay ni Manny Pacquiao. That's why we have Manny Pacquiao. So, yan, grabe talaga nagagawa ng isang nanay. And also, diba, si Sarah Geronimo. Yan, diba, recently may mga, sorry, hindi po to showbiz chismis, hindi ko po sila kilala, but I realized lang na I think may maganda rin tayo makikita dito sapagkat, yes, nagkaroon ng mga drama, ng konti dun sa kanilang kasalan, Pero sa tingin ko, uh, yung nanay ni Sarah Eronimo did a great job of 
raising Sarah because mapapansin mo hindi naman nag-react si Sarah, di ba? So, makikita mo doon yung character na meron si Sarah Hieronimo at talagang yun ay uh, reflective kung anong klase ng nanay ang meron si Sarah sapagkat na-raise ni kanyang anak na gano'n, merong kalang in a way. So, kaya naman, we can say na maganda yung pagpapalaki no? ni Sinapatong Mami Divine. Ayan. Now, um, also si Senator Grace po, di ba? Si Senator Grace po uh, is an adopted child of Fernando Poe Jr. and Susan Roses. Pero si Susan Roses, di ba, talagang inangkin niya itong sarili niyang anak. At uh, kaya naman siguro very confident si Senator Grace po. And very successful as well. So, see the value, the contribution that a mother can really do sa kanyang mga anak. Ay, napaka laki. No? I hope kung mga nanay natin dito, yung mga mothers natin, I hope you realize that. No? You can actually shape the future of your children. Ganun kayo ka-powerful sa aming buhay. And makita po natin yan sa mga tao na mabig natin. And also, mapapansin nyo, nakasama din sa listahan natin ay si Moses. Yan. Kasi si Moses, yung nanay niya, ang pag-uusapan natin. So, imibiting ko muna ng konti kasi siya yung ating pag-uusapan. And yung nanay ni Moses was very instrumental sa buhay ni, ni Moses. No? Merong Moses dahil sa nanay niya. So, malalaman natin yung namaya. And as you know, Moses is a famous character in the Bible. Siya yung ginamit ni Lord to free the Israel or the Israelites from the slavery in Egypt. So, yan po si Moses, a great man of God, but behind the success of this man was his mother. So, basahin po natin yung text natin in Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. It says there, Now a man from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took for him a basket made of bulrushes and dubbed it with bitumen and peach. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the river bank. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bath at the river while her young women walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant, and she took it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse a child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, because she said, I drew him out of the water. Let us pray. Lord, thank you, God, for your word. We're excited for the message, Lord, that you're about to give us. May our ears be open, Lord God, for your word and change us, Lord, inside out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, Exodus is a book that tells us about this great God, our God, 
saving the people of Israel from slavery. So basically the book of Exodus is about that. God saving Israel from the slavery in Egypt. And the book started interestingly with a story of a mother trying to save her child, Moses, who would eventually actually be instrumental in saving the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. So, mapapansin niyo, no? mula dun sa isang grand story ng Panginoon na pagsasave ng isang grupo ng tao, eh, makikita natin yung story ng isang nanay. Parang nag-zoom in, eh. nanay, na kung saan. So, simula ng story, ay yung nanay ay parang Diyos din, no? sinesave yung kanyang anak. So, yan po yung makikita natin story at yan po yung binasa natin passage. Now, in Exodus chapter 1, uh, chapter 2 rather, in verses 1 and 2, Now a man from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman. The Levite woman here was Yochebed. Okay, see, Yochebed. Yochebed is the name of the mother of Moses. It was not mentioned here, but in the book of Numbers, the name of Moses' number was mentioned. That's why nalaman natin na ang pangalan niya ay Yochebed. It's not Joshebed, okay? But it should be pronounced as Yochebed. So si Yochebed, the name Yochebed means the glory of the Lord. And indeed, sa buhay ni Yochebed, makikita natin yung glory ng Diyos. Kung paano nagdiligtas yung kanyang anak na si Moses sa kapamakan. Eh, ganoon din ang Diyos natin, di ba? Sa atin, nililigtas tayo. Pinapakita sa atin dito yung glory din ng Diyos, yung heart ng Panginoon para sa atin, dun sa buhay ni Yochebed. Now, in verse 2, it says, The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was fine, a fine child, she hid him three months. Now, you have to understand the context of this passage. Moses was born during the time na yung Pharaoh ordered na patayin lahat ng bata na ipanganganak ng isang Hebrew. Sapagkat during this time, eh, dumadami na yung mga Israelites, yung mga Hebrew sa Egypt at nagiging successful sila. So medyo nagiging threat sila para sa mga Egyptians kasi mas dumadami na yung population nila. Tapos, successful pa sila. So, ngayon, also, nakalimutan nila yung ginawa ni Joseph kasi patay na si Joseph ang tagal na panahon na nakalimutan nila yung mga paano niligtas ng Panginoon through Joseph, yung Egypt. So, nakalimutan nila yun. So, may bago ng Pharaoh. At ito yung ginawa ng bagong Pharaoh. So, pinapapatay niya, pinapahagis niya, pinapatakon niya sa Nile River. Kasi diba, naminiwala yan sila na yung Nile River, parang Diyos din yan. So, pwede nilang ipapain nila, pinapakain nila. So, this was the context no, ng mga panahon na to. And makikita natin dito na sa gitna nito, eh, yung nanay ay gusto niyang iligtas yung kanyang anak sa sitwasyon na ito. At uh, sabi din doon, interestingly, na she saw daw no, na merong something special dun sa kanyang anak. Sabi niya, parang merong special dito sa aking anak. So tingin ko yung mga nanay, ganyan talaga, di ba? May laging, alam yun, Iba yung pagtingin nila sa atin. I don't know with you, ha, pero sa akin, nanay ko lang nagsabi na magandang lalaki ako. Eh. 
<laughs> diba? Sigurado mag-disagree kayo eh. Pero yung nanay ko, siya lang yung nagsabi sa akin na tinatawag ako hanggang ngayon. Ay, yung pogi-pogi naman ang anak ko. Diba? Parang uh, nahihiya nga ako minsan. Pero diba? yan talaga siguro mga nanay. Of course, aside from my mother, eh, yung asawa ko. Diba? Tinatawag naman akong pogi niya. So, diba? So, kaparang kumbaga uh, sila talaga yung nakakita ng maganda sa atin. And that's something that we can also observe here. So, mahal na mahal niya si Moses. Siyempre, di ba? At uh, ayaw, gusto niya iligtas. So, ang ginawa niya, tinago niya si Moses. Now, you have to understand as well na yung mga ano, nung nangyari kasi itong ginawa ng Pharaoh, sinabihan niya yung mga midwives na pag yung mga Hebrew nanganak, make sure patayin niya yung mga bata. Eh, yung mga Hebrew, marunong magpaanak ng sarili na sabi ng mga midwives sa Pharaoh, eh, yung mga Ibro, kapag nanganak sila, minsan, hindi um, na nila dinadala sa amin kasi nandito, marunong na silang magpanak. So, gano'n ang ginama. So, most likely that this is what happened here. So, si Yochebed, uh, tinago niya si Moses for three months. Tapos, later on, ito, medyo nahirapan na siyang itago. So, it says here in verse 3, when she could hide him no longer, she took for him a basket made of bulrushes and dug it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the river bank. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Nung hindi na niya matago yung anak niya, kasi nga siguro iyak na nang iyak, tapos naging obvious na na meron siyang baby sa bahay. So ang ginawa niya, gumawa siya ng, gumawa siya ng basket, you know, ng baby carrier, na, na float then at the same time lumulutan. So imagine ng time na yun, di ba? Wala namang, wala ka namang mabibili na gano'n na baby carrier na float at the same time, na lulutang sa tubig. So wala pa namang mga, hindi mo mapapagmabibili sa mga sa toy for us, o toy are us, well. So wala pang gano'ng mga available, eh, di ba? Na mga gamit, o wala pang wall doon, wala pang mapupuntahan. So pero mapapansin mo dito, yung effort ng nanay, no? Na gumawa ng isang safe na, baby carrier na basket. Sabi doon, no, talagang sinulat ng writer. She took for him a basket made of bulrushes and dubbed it with bitumen and pitch. Lang yung bitumen, aspalto yan. Aspalto and pitch. You know, parang pintura na kung saan. It will make it uh, waterproof. Bulrushes, mga damo yan sa, sa, ano, sa matatagpuan sa tubig. So, sa tingin ko, Dito gumawa yung nanay, no? makita natin, dito gumawa yung nanay, dumiskarte. Parang mga nanay lang natin, di ba? Pagka walang pagkain, dumiskarte yan. Eh. So, dumiskarte ng, ano, eh, ng gumawa ng pinaka-sophisticated na basket sa panahon, ng mga panahon na to, yung nanay, no? si Yokebed. Gumawa siya ganun, mapansin mo, dinidescribe sa atin anong klaseng nanay ito sa pagmamahal niya sa kanyang anak, ito talagang, alam niyo, dumidiscate siya. And not only that, kasi di ba, pwede natin isipin na bakit niya nilagay sa river tapos nilagay niya sa basket? Eh, syempre, eventually, mamamatay, magugutom yun, malulunod yun, di ba? Baka ano mangyari doon. I think, hindi siya pabayang nanay. So, he, she was not abandoning her child right now. Uh, nung nilagay niya sa basket na safe, mapansin natin, gumawa siya ng isang safe na safe na basket pa sa kanyang anak. At meron siyang plano. It was, there was a plan na kailangan natin maintindihan dito. Now, kadalasan, pagka nakarinig ako ng mga preaching tungkol dito, eh parang 
talagang nilagay lang niya sa base tapos bahala na si God no, dun sa mangyayari. I think totoo yun, may part doon na kung saan she was trusting the Lord na yung kanyang plano ay magiging maganda, favorable para sa kanyang anak na si Moses. But I think there is something here na pinocommunicate sa atin na meron siyang planong ginagawa. Na meron siyang plano doon sa pagtago sa kanyang anak, sa magiging future ng kanyang anak. And she was executing it. Papapansin nyo, in verse 4, sabi doon, no? and his sister, yung sister ni Moses ito, si Miriam, kapatid niya, yung hati niya, stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. So, mapapansin mo, nung nilagay sa ganyan, sa, sa, sa basket, pinakas, very safe na basket, tapos sabi pa doon, di ba? Um, she put the child in it, in verse, verse 3, she put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the river bank. So, doon sa reed part lang ng river bank, hindi doon sa reed lang. So, kung saan, sa mababaw lang na portion. And then, makikita mo, doon sa next, uh, the next thing that, that happened, now, the daughter, in verse 5, of Pharaoh, came down to bat at the river, while her young women walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant woman. She took it, and when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. So, mapapansin mo, napaka-timing naman na naliligo doon yung, yung do, do, uh, Pharaoh's daughter. I think, in my opinion, as I am reading the story, I think it was a well-executed plan by a mother. Grabe yung pagkakaplano niya. Hindi ilalagay lang sa basket yun, tapos bahala na. Di ba yung nana? Hindi gagawin ng nana yung sa anak niya. So, there must be a plan. May plano. So, ginawa niya, nilagay niya sa isang magandang basket na hindi mababasa yung anak niya kakainin ng kung ano mga mga um, crocodile doon kung meron man, di ba? So, talagang protected yung kanyang anak. And not only that, nilagay niya doon sa reeds lang, no? kung saan most likely, alam niya na yung mga panahon na yung mga oras na yun, eh maliligo. Maliligo yung yung Pharaoh's daughter. And siguro mayroon siyang inside info na yung Pharaoh's daughter ay eh, mabait no? compared with sa Pero, so kaya naman, talagang sinet up yun, I believe. No? This is my opinion. Sinet up yan. Kasi mapapansin mo yung kapatid na katingin from afar. And not only that, tingnan nyo yung mangyari. Sabi dito si verse 7, Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Oops! Kaya <laughs> niyo yun? Biglang nadudunan si Miriam, dun sa Pharaoh's daughter, nadudunan siya sa scenario. Sabi dun, then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse child for you. <laughs> nung sabi nga niya, oh, Hebrew to. Diba sabi nung, nung daughter's, uh, Pharaoh's daughter, sabi niya, oh, this is a Hebrew child. Pero naawa eh. Naawa yung, yung, yung Pharaoh's daughter. So, I think, dun pumapasok yung hand ni God. Kasi hindi naman niya mapaplano yung awa nung, nung anak nung Pharaoh. Pero yung situation na ganyan, na makita, yeah, medyo pinano na yun. Although, syempre, kung dirimil ng Panginoon, malalampas lang yun sa'yo, hindi ba nanonotice yun. Pero, doon mo makikita na it's a mixture of, may plano siya, may plano siya during the time of a crisis, mayroon siyang plano eh. So, ine-execute niya yung plan niya. At the same time, she was trusting the Lord that yung plano ginagawa niya, eh, 
di ba? Yung hand ng Panginoon, makikita niya. And true enough, nandun niya. And then, so, mapansin mo si, si Miriam, siguro nakita niya, oh, na, okay, nakuha na. Nung ano, nakita nung ano, na-notice nung anak ng Pharaoh. So, Miriam went there, and then, yung sinabi ng Hebrew child niya, hindi niya pwedeng alagaan kagad eh, kasi nga, may order yung tatay niya. So, kaya ang ginawa niya, she suggested, gusto mo, una mo kayo ng pwede mag-alaga dyan. May isang Hebrew din. So, nag-agree yung, yung daughter. No? Sabi nung, and Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So, the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So, the woman took the child and nursed him. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and became her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. Grabe na. It was a well-executed plan. Nadudun si Miriam, sinadjust niya. So, makunang kita ng mag-aalaga dyan ng Hebrew. At yung kinuha niya, syempre, sinukukunin niya, yung nanay niya. So, tama-tama din. So, ang nagpalaki pa, yung nanay na. Malaki na, tsaka nalamang dinala sa palasyo. Because, may plano nga ang Panginoon. And sabi doon, pinangalanan siyang Moses. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. And kahit yung name niya, prophetically, uh, merong meaning. No? Kasi nga, diba, eventually, yun ang gagawin niya sa Israel. Eh. Uh, diba? Tatanggalin niya sa ano. Eh. Tatanggalin niya doon sa Egypt. At doon yung mga Egyptians naman, eh, diba, may stuck doon sa water. Remember, in the parting of the So basically, parang tinuwa yung, yung mga Israelites ng Panginoon out of the water at yung mga Israelites, ay yung mga Egyptians, sila yung natira dun sa water. So basically, yun yung magiging role ni Moses. So very prophetic yung kanya. So it was an excellent you know, plan by Yochebed, by a mother, by a desperate mother wanting to save her son Moses. So napaka-ganda nung nangyari nung plano. Parang ito yun yung, alam niyo yung, ano, I don't know if you have already watched this, yung Korean movie na Parasite. Naging ano to eh, naging award-winning. So, hindi alam nung pamilya, inanal siya yung story, hindi alam nung pamilya na yung wala doon sa driver, sa maid, yung sa tutor ng kanilang mga anak, eh, isang pamilya lang yun, isang mahirap na pamilya na kung saan. Eh, Nagahanap ng trabaho, di makahanap trabaho. So, unti-unti sila ay kumagapumasok sa buhay ng isang pamilya na yun. Parang ganun yung story. Now, one thing I notice here, yes, it was a well-executed plan. However, it was not only a brilliant plan at all. But one thing I noticed here was the courageous faith of Yokebel. Courageous faith. description sa tingin ko appropriate for the kind of faith na, na pinakita dito ng mother na si Yokebet. It was a courageous faith. Grabe, lakas ng loob. It was a big risk but she took the risk to save her son. Ano bang ibig sabihin ng courageous faith? Courageous faith means trusting God in doing something difficult in and dangerous task. Yan ang courageous faith. yung willing kang itrasigan na gumawa ng isang mahirap at delikadong bagay. So, ganyan po yung ipinakita dito ng isang babae, no? ng isang mother. So, that's why huwag mong mamaliitin ang mga babae, huwag mamaliitin ang mga nanay. No? Because in the Bible, we can see na sila pa yung nag-demonstrate ng courageous faith. 
Eh, yung mga tatay nga, di ba? Yung tatay ni Moses, wala nga yung sa picture eh. Wala nga ginawa. You know? Alam na, saying naman, walang ginagawa yung mga tatay, tatay din ako. Siyempre, alam natin na may ginagawa po tayo, may part tayo. Pero mapapansin natin dito, yung nanay may part no, sa, sa story. Napakalaki ng part sa future ng kanyang anak. So, courage, faith, and trusting God in doing difficult and dangerous tasks. Now, may mga bagay na na-observe ako dito. Tatlong bagay. Una, Yokebet showed courageous faith in the midst of a crisis. Pinakita niya ito in the midst of a crisis, di ba? May order na papatayin ng lahat ng mga bata. Pakita natin dito si Yokebet as a mother, as a woman, as a child of God. Talagang nag-make ng stand na hindi, isasave ko yung anak ko. The woman, sabi ng verse 2, conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, diba? she hid him. Tinago niya. So, nag-made siya ng decision. So, alam niyo, grabe yung mga nanay. Grabe yung mga nanay na alam ko, marami mga nanay na ganito, no? na in the midst of a crisis, sila yung mag- mas nag-rise up. Eh. Tulad nga ng nanay ni Manny Pacquiao, no? yung nanay ko, ganun din. Although, ang layo na itsura namin ni Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Pero yung nanay ko, ganun din. No? When my father abandoned us, hindi ko siya ma-blame kasi, syempre, non-believer naman yung dad ko. Eh. Uh, second family pa kami. So, syempre, kailangan niya talaga bumalik sa pamilya niya. No? So, and I respect that. When my father abandoned us, eh yung mother ko, hindi kami iniwanan. Naapektuhan din siya, nakita ko, pero hindi niya kami iniwanan. So, ang ginawa ng nanay ko, nagtrabaho. Nagtrabaho ang baron. Kaya nga kami mayaman, kasi dahil sa nanay ko, nagtrabaho ang baron. Nagtrabaho sa Japan. <laughs> okay, so, and I'm proud of my mom. Uh, dahil kasi dahil dun sa kanyang ginawa, eh, di ba, nakapag-aral kami, nakain kami. So, hindi niya kami iniwanan. So, isa lamang example yung nanay ko sa maraming nanay dyan. I'm sure, yung mga nanay natin, sila yung willing na mag-sacrifice, lalo, lalo pag mga may crisis, diba? Sino ba ang mga OFW workers natin? Karamihan dyan, mga nanay. Sino ba yung mga willing na magtrabaho ng mababa, diba? Ang mga nanay, yung mga domestic helpers. Mga nanay yan. Sila talaga yung mga, napaka, grabe talaga yung, yung sacrifice nila. Naalala ko nun na, Ganun nga yung nanay ko. There was even a time hindi pa siya nag-abroad. Uh, dito lang siya sa Pilipinas. So, kumakanta-kanta siya sa mga clubs. At uh, yun, nanay ko pumapasok ng gabi tapos uuwi ng madaling araw. So, sabi ko, na-realize ko na lang later nung malaki na ako. Grabe pala yung risk na, na ginagawa ng nanay ko. Imagine mo yung papasok ng gabi. Uh, tapos buhuwi ng maling araw. Wala pang call center, no? pero para siyang call center agent. Di ba? Yung pang gabi, pang night shift. Grabe. Grabe talaga yung sacrifices. So, si Yokeven showed courageous faith in a time of crisis. At napakahalaga po na magpakita tayo ng, ng courageous faith in a time of crisis. Ngayon, nasa crisis po tayo. Dapat ito yung mga panahon na pinapakita po natin ito. Pero yung mga nanay nga, di ba, mapapansin mo yan talaga sila. In a time of crisis, you will see them exercising this, I mean, exemplifying this. I know mothers who previously did not abort yung kanilang mga unwanted, yung unwanted child, di ba, yung mga hindi naman na plano, na buntis. Pero I know some mothers, you know, na nag-decide sila na i-continue yung kanilang anak. 
Ay, hindi ko alam kung ako unwanted kasi nga second family ako, no? pero baka ba ako unwanted tahan pa nga. <laughs> pero um, salamat sa Panginoon, hindi ako inabort ng nanay ko. Diba? So praise God for that. I know some mothers who courageously sacrifice their career so they can take care of their children. And I want to honor my wife with this. Yung wife ko, ano huyang kanirugoman yan. Yeah, napaka busy yan. Pero dahil kung sinabi ko sa kanya, mag-missions tayo, kailangan ng mga anak natin na eh, magtutok sa kanila sa homeschooling, ihinibap eh, ng asawa ko yung, ano, yung kanyang trabaho. So, at uh, gusto niyang gawin yan eh. She loves doing those things, pero she gave up. And I believe, decision niya rin yun kasi hindi, hindi dahil sa akin lang, pero decision niya talaga siya ang nag-decide. In fact, She was the one, I gave her kasi the, you know, parang freedom to decide na pwede mong sabihin hindi. But you know, she made that decision herself. And marami po yan, yung sample lang yung asawa, pero ang dami po, I'm sure lahat, marami po mga, mga career uh, women dyan, ng mga mothers, na nag-give up ng kanilang career para sa kanilang mga anak. And we just wanna honor you as well. Um, again, makita natin dito yung example ni Yofi, that in the midst of a crisis, pinakita niya yung courageous faith. Courageous faith is needed, especially pagka may crisis. Lalo na sa isang leader. Kailangan niya ng isang leader dapat courageous siya. It's actually a leadership character trait na dapat meron ng isang leader. Pangalawa, the courageous faith of Yochebel became a blessing to many. Not only sa kanyang anak, di ba? Alam naman natin, because of this, eh, yung kanyang anak ay naging uh, successful na fulfill yung plano ng Panginoon sa buhay ng kanyang anak na si Moses. Sabi daw, when the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son, and she named him Moses because she said, I knew him out of the water. Moses became the person that God planned him to be. He became the deliverer of Israel uh, from slavery in Egypt because na-save nung nanay yung kanyang anak na si Moses. If not for the mother, then wala pa mayayari. And also, naging blessing yung ginawa ni Yochebed, yung kanyang courageous faith, not only sa kanyang anak, but also to the Israelites. Diyan po natin mangita. And pangatlo, the Lord honored Yochebed's courageous faith. In-honoring. Kasi in-honor ni Lord yung courageous faith. So kapag naglakas ka ng loob, tinras mo si God, diba, hindi ka natakot, eh, in-honor ni Pak ng Panginoon yan. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 22, in the New Testament, it says there, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents, because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. So, makita natin dyan, in-honor ng Panginoon. Thousands of years after, in-honor ng Panginoon. And until now, Yochebed's faith is actually a blessing as well to us. You know, it's something that we are also inspired, being inspired. So, grabe talaga yung, yung faith, yung courageous faith ni Yochebed. Now, I believe as I am, men and women, all of us, should develop courageous faith. Lalo na sa panahon ng crisis. Dapat dinidevelop po natin yung courageous faith. Dapat meron po tayo. Hindi po tayo na panghihinaan. Especially during this time. Now, some of you in the next days, in the next weeks, malapit ko nga last weekend, sabi ko last week, the Lord might bring us into a green pasture. At yung green pasture na yun might not be the ideal green pasture o yung the, our idea of green pasture. Pero maaaring yun ay dry grass. And now, ang anong kailangan natin? Ang kailangan natin kapag mga, yung mga bagay na yun ay mangyari sa atin, I hope it won't happen, but if in case it happens, diba, we have a good shepherd. Now, 
because we have a good shepherd, ang kailangan naman nating attitude ay courageous way. Dapat, ano tayo, matapang tayo. No? Dahil, hindi dahil matapang lang, dahil sa atin lang, pero dahil ang Panginoon natin, we have a good shepherd. So, courageous way, we need that. Some of you, some of us, we need to courageously face our problem. Um, iyak mo. Okay, umiyak ka. Umiyak ka. Pero pagkatapos na, harapin mo na yung problema mo. Harapin mo na. Huwag ka, na lang, huwag ka lang umiyak na umiyak. Malis ka na dyan sa kwarto mo, tumayo ka. Okay, harapin mo na yung problema mo. That's how we should be dealing our crisis no? right now. Like this mother, this woman, Yokebet, in the midst of a crisis, made a stand, I'm, not, I'm gonna save my, my son, and to miscarate. Ganun po yan. Nanalangin sa Panginoon, naniwala, na yung kanyang ginagawang plano ay pagpapalain ng Panginoon. So stop crying now, start doing something. Huwag ka nang umiyak. Okay, tapos na, iyak mo na. Huwag ka pumiyak, iyak ka pa, sige. But after that, start doing something. Now, some of you need to courageously do things you have never done in the past. Maaring iba sa inyo, hindi nyo pa, may magagawin kayo bagay na hindi nyo pa ginawa in the past. First time na naman di okay, man. Magtago ng bata, gumawa ng basket, di ba? Gumawa ng isang plano, masave yung kanyang anak. Uh, yung setup na gano'n, yung anak niya eh, di ba, uh, sa daughter na ng pero, pero siya yung nag-aaral. Maaring may mga sitwasyon na kailangan natin gawin na kung saan gagawin natin dahil bago siya, okay, maaring bago siya pero kailangan natin gawin dahil because of we are in a crisis, we have to be courageous. Now, some of you, uh, will you will probably need to deal with this crisis courageously. Or, I mean, ibig sabihin na, iba sa atin dito, maaaring kailangan natin dito itong crisis na to. Na courageously, ibig sabihin, kailangan natin mag-take ng risk, no? to be more generous. Di ba? Hirap maging generous sa mga panahon ito, pero maaaring yan ang sinasabi ng Panginoon sa atin ngayon, na the more we should be generous. So that's also courageous way. No? Hindi ka natatakot na mawalan, hindi ka natatakot. Kasi alam mo na you have someone no, backing you up, you have the good shepherd. So we need courageous faith sa mga panahon na ito. Uh, you know, one thing I believe, I you know, sa panahon na to, the people of God will we will not only survive, but we will even thrive in this crisis. Do you believe that? That we will thrive in this crisis. That's one thing I believe. Sa mga taong uh, maniniwala sa Panginoon who will courageously exercise their faith. They will not only survive, but they will thrive. Sabi ko nga, um, diba, isang may mga pangamba na, ano ba, pag-aaral pa ba natin yung mga anak natin, may future pa ba? But you know what? I believe, naniniwala ako na, yes, mapag-aaral pa yung mga anak natin. Yung anak ko, magiging doktor pa yun, si Naira. Yung si Caitlin, magiging mayor pa yun. Okay? So, magiging senador pa yun. So, I'm telling you, this is the kind of faith that is being expected from us. Courageous faith. And I hope na ito po yung ating ma-apply sa ating Jesus, our Savior was also a courageous leader. Na kung duwag lang si Jesus, di ba, ayaw na niya yung cross, duwag mo na lang siya. Pero hindi. He finished his mission. And because of that, di ba, we can actually have courageous faith. It's possible for us, by the grace of God, to have courageous faith. Um, 
in the midst of this crisis, it is my prayer that we will be men and women of grace. Let me end with the story. May isang, hindi ko alam ko napansin nyo to sa mga isa sa mga news no? during the ECQ. May isang nanay na nung pinapanood ko to, na sabi ko na bili pa ko eh. Na kasi nahuli siya, na ano siya, naharang siya ng ano, during the checkpoint. No? Kasi uh, pinilit niya pumasok sa trabaho. Di ba nung nagkaroon ng ECQ? Pinilit niya pumasok sa trabaho Uh, kasi natrabaho siya sa isang okay, call center yata. So, pinilit na. Taga-antipolo to. Pinilit na. Tapos, naharap siya sa checkpoint. Tapos, ang ginawa niya, naghanap siya ng ibang ruta. <laughs> diba siya? Naghanap siya ng ibang ruta. Nakabisikleta lang siya. O, hindi naman siya nagbibisikleta talaga. Pero ang ginawa niya, naghanap siya ng bisikleta. Bisikleta siya. Naghanap siya ng ibang ruta. No, para lang, alam niyo ko, ano, para makapasok siya. Tapos, naharap na naman siya. Tapos, She was interviewed. Sabi niya, bakit mo ba? Sabi niya, bakit ka, ano, hindi pa mag-stay na lang sa bahay? Di ba? ECQ na. Sabi nung single mother, she, she was a single mother. Sabi niya, eh, wala eh. Kailangan ko, sabi niya, kailangan ko magtrabaho. Kasi yung mga anak ko malamit pa. So, pinalaga ko muna sa nanay yung anak ko. Mga anak ko, tapos ako, kailangan ko magtrabaho. Kung minsan, sasabihin lang natin, siguro isipin natin, eh, siguro, maling ginawa sa buhay at pag-iwan ng asawa yan, di ba? Pwede na we can't really judge the person. Pero alam mo, ako, nakita ko sa kanya yung yung Yokovitz Courageous Faith eh. Yung attitude na in the midst of a crisis, di ba? Dumidiskarte, naniniwala na kaya ito. Na hindi kailangan malugmok, hindi kailangan malipres. And I just want to encourage you this afternoon to be like that. Let's Let's increase our faith. Let's ask the grace of God to give us courageous faith. Katulad ng nanay na ito na si Yokebel. Let's have that. We're going to be praying that the Lord will give us courageous faith. Do you need that right now? Stop crying. Stop na tayo dyan. Okay, let's move on now. Yes, let's accept that. Maybe, sabi nga natin, connecting connection sa preaching natin last week, maaaring yung green pasture hindi green. For the time being, for a period of time lang yan, don't worry. darating ang time na green na naman yan. Pero while we are in this situation, I think what we need right now is courageous faith. Yung lakas ng loob na nagagaling sa Panginoon. Hindi, hindi lang magsayo, pero galing talaga sa Panginoon. And that's what basically we learn. So let's be men and women of courageous faith. Let me pray for you right now. Panginoon, I pray for our people, for every person represented. Lord, this afternoon in this worship service. Lord, I pray God na some of them, Lord, na panghihinaan ng loob, maaaring iba dito, natanggala sa trabaho, nahihirapan sa buhay ngayon, o meron mga iniisip, Panginoon, sa kanila, isipan, Panginoon, at mabother sa kanila. Lord, I pray, God, that you will touch their hearts right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you will give them courageous faith, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, na ibigay mo sa kanila yung in the midst of a crisis, God, that they will have a courageous faith. And Lord, we can see, God, that you honor that kind of faith, Lord. You are pleased with that kind of faith. And Lord, it affects the next generation. It is a blessing, Lord God. It's going to be a blessing to our family and to many people. So Lord, 
we receive courageous faith right now. As we ask, we receive that courageous faith. Or give it to us, Lord. That's what we need right now. No, Panginoon, na hindi na lamang kami iiyak, hindi kami, Panginoon, we'll do something and we will trust you, Lord. As we do something, like Yochebed, Lord, you're gonna bless that plan. Lord, give us the, the divine plan. Lord. Give us the plan. Give us the divine scheme right now. What to do in this situation, God, in the next days, in the next months, Lord. Give us business ideas, Lord, for the business people. Lord, give us, Lord, open doors for us, for jobs, Lord. Bigyan mo kami ng spirito na, Panginoon, gumawa ng CD ulit, Panginoon, o Lord, give us, Lord God, peace of mind. Lord, thank you, okay, man. Knowing God that you will take care of our future, of the future of our family. Salamat, Panginoon, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And at this point, I'd like to talk to another group of people. If you know in your heart, no, na ikaw ay malayo sa ating Panginoon. At alam mo sa iyong puso, na ang hirap magkaroon ng courageous faith sapagkat alam mong wala ka pang relasyon sa Panginoon. And right now, I want to give you this opportunity to surrender your life to God through His Son, Jesus. And if you want to do that, I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I want to lead you in a prayer that will surely change your life forever. Lord, thank you, God, for these people who are now making a decision, God, not only to have a courageous faith, but Lord, to surrender their lives to you, to go back to you, Lord God, because Lord, they know that they've been running away from you. So Lord, right now, receive their prayers. Pray this prayer with me if you are that person. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I receive the gift of salvation. Take control of my life. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. And right now, I'm repenting from all my sins and receiving, Lord God, and I'm receiving the new life that you are giving me. Help me, Lord God, to be changed from this point forward. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app. You may also give through our website and share your prayer requests and answered prayers with us there.